Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yasu! That means hello in Greek. On Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, it's going down in the bowling alley. Ooh. Basketball wives, Jackie is counting down to an ass whooping. Black and crew, New York, we learn the difference between a train and a subway. And on Black and crew, Compton, we have a grand opening going down with a side of shit talking. Uh. Of course, we have new episodes of Hip Hop Squares, y'all. So VH100, the podcast has to start right now because we got to get into it. That's fine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture. Of course, Lejeune and I always get our chat on about our personal lives. Because you like it. If you haven't subscribed or commented, do it. My name is Easy Manoli. Yes, and I am Lejeune, and we're excited about another episode of VH100, the podcast. And if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you use the hashtag VH100podcast and talk that talk. Mm. What's up, Easy? Uh, I'm very, very tired. Oh, uh, would <laughs> you have ex- a busy night at I'm the No, so on top of it, I was in Asbury Park, New Jersey this past weekend. And then day of VMAs, I woke up at like 4.45 in the morning, oh. drove back to my place in Queens, got ready for the VMAs, and then went. Oh. So I had like a really long day. Yeah. And I was like a little hungover, but that's okay. But no, you were at the VMAs as well. Yes. Come on, come on. Whatever you do, sis, keep it cute, sis. (laughs) So yeah, this week on VH1, we didn't have new episodes of Girls Cruise or Love and Listings because we had the VMAs air on VH1, which Lejeune and I were at. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of our VH1 talent attend. Yes, how was that for you? Because you had to deal with so uh, much talent. So many people, yeah. So we we, uh, invited a couple people from Love & Hip Hop New York, Miami, Atlanta. So like Carly Red came through and Juju and Yandy, Remy and Pap came through. Of course, we had our entire cast of Black Anchor New York. Yes. And we had our Girls Cruise cast come through, too. Yes. Except for Chili and Maya, unfortunately. They couldn't make it. But yeah, <laughs> Lil' Kim was so wonderful. That was my first time really, really being with her one-on-one. Yes. Tell me. Tell me. Amazing. 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 So just She like, seems really sweet. Yeah. A hundred percent sweet. Like right when she got out of her car, rolled up in a Rolls Royce. By the way, yes. I was like, of course, okay. Because I was like, all right, black SUV, black SUV, white Rolls Royce. There yes, she is. There's Kim. And I just went up to the car. I was like, hi. You know, I work with so and so. She's like, oh my god, hi, sweetie, you're so cute. And she's just very like bubbly and energetic. Oh, did you ask her to call us? <gasps> I didn't. Okay. Because I had to get her in. Because no, the I'm thing is, joking. you know what I mean? The show's live, right? right so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, gotta shit. Keep it like, moving. Yeah, we got to get pictures. She was too cute in the um, package for Missy when she was talking about Missy and working with her for so long. <gasps> right? Right. I love seeing her, and she was cute. Okay. Yeah, so she was good. And then, of course, we had Sky from Black Ink New York come in. 
And one little moment that I had with her is I was literally just chatting with some people. Yeah. And she rolled up on me and she's like, give me, she's like, give me your elbow, give me your elbow. And I'm all, okay. So I gave her my elbow and she started licking it. Oh. She's like, I'm licking your weenus. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh. And I didn't really moisturize, but that's all right. So you had a rough weenus. It was this one. Rough weenus. (laughs) So that was fun. But uh, another shout out to Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Wow. Wait, can I just say something? Yeah. My son lost his two front teeth, so he has no front teeth. And I think that it stimulates his gums to chew on weird things and the other day he bit my weenus okay he should be careful though because i heard that if you constantly put stuff there it may shift your teeth as they're growing in to get crooked yeah he needs to chill well you're the mom tell him to chill yeah i will (laughs) i told him to chill on biting my weenus and anything else for that matter that's not food yeah, he got to be careful of that. Yeah, especially those little exposed gums. <laughs> Teeth popping through, looking like a little vampire. I think a little he, cute vampire, I think he, though. I think he Thankfully, thinks he's a vampire. October's coming around the corner, so right. very timely. Oh, that's good. I could just, I don't even need to costume buy a costume. idea I just done. buy cherries, let him eat them for breakfast, <laughs> sit him out with bl- little we blood. We blood little capsules red. as kids. <laughs> yeah. She, not June. She's like, listen, budget. I know. Cherry juice. I know. No, but I say that only because whenever he eats cherries he has his face is all red and i'm like you little vampire and then i wash his face oh that's cute and he's very adorable so who else was adorable was bobby lights on the red carpet i don't know if you saw his outfit but it was inspired by prince so it was like yellow lace with his ass out i didn't even see bobby oh i did his ass was out his ass was out so he showed up and i didn't know so i was like oh my god hi yeah i mean there was like some netting over i don't know what exactly the material right. is called. He's like, Emmanuel, look, boom. I'm all, oh, wow, okay. Oh, I love it. And then I put it together. I was like, oh, this is, you know, playing compliments to Prince. Yes. And Bobby made his way around, honey. He, like, met everybody, like Heidi Klum, and he just definitely got himself all over the shade room. It was pretty pretty fun. Okay, Bobby with the cheeks out. <laughs> I know. I have did this, it. Um, I have a, a booty bumper. It's actually like a push-up bra. Yeah, it's like a push-up bra is for the breast, but it's for the booty. Okay. And it lifts what you got. Oh, You know what I'm saying? So it gives you a a little pop, right? And one day when I was on vacation, my sister, I had put some of my clothes in with her laundry, and she was like, oh, you got a little (laughs) Prince-inspired girdle? (laughs) And I was like, that's my booty bumper. And, wait, yeah. and this is the sister that has a booty, right? Yes, it is. And she was because I, I know this is a thing with you. That's right. You're so right. I'm so glad you brought that up because she are sort you? of was like <laughs> she sort of made a comment about how like oh, she tried to get slick. You and Lomi are like petite, like mommy. I have to deal with all this, and I'm like, girl, don't you come for you the better booty? Get, get from around here. My peach that. is cute. Okay, it's not ripe yet. It's still getting ripe. Yeah, my mom told me that. It, that I have a nice backside, especially when I wear my booty bump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Bobby had a, a booty bump on, though. No, his I don't was, think he did. His is there. And, yeah, so he made his moments. So good it for you. It was there. And then one funny quick moment no, I saw it, though. It is um, Juju from Love & Hip Hop New York. You know, she was working her way on the carpet, and there was one particular interview that she was doing, and it was done. And she turned around and she looked at me, and she goes, so that reporter thought I was Gabrielle Union. Oh. And I was like, What? <laughs> But she handled herself so well 
she was just like, it's all right, you know, it's a compliment because right. she's just she's gorgeous and Juju's definitely gorgeous indeed, as well. Indeed. So I thought that was funny, but yeah, and then Latoya Lucky came through with Tommy and Monica came through. And I Toya saw Latoya. Right. Yeah. And I saw um Tommy. She is amazingly the, the both of them. As I said, your couple goes to me. And she was just great, too, because she's like, okay, let's walk on the carpet, like, holding hands. Yeah. And I was, I kind of fangirled a little bit because I'm all, oh, my God, Destiny Child. I know. Hello. And then I saw Toya, too. And what's so funny is yep. that I didn't even, re- like, I saw Toya. Uh, one of my coworkers that I was with was like, oh, there goes Toya. And I actually missed her, but I saw Red. And I felt like yeah. I knew him. And I was like, oh. And then my girl was like, oh, there goes Toya. And I was like, oh, that's Red. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't know him like that. <laughs> no, and the reason why I love them is because they introduce themselves, and I always tell them, well, I actually know who you are. And they're like, well, no, I know, but, like, hello, I am Red. And I'm like, right. oh, nice to meet you. So, hello, yeah, I am had Red. a lovely time at the VMA, hello, so Red. good job, everybody. Right. It was such a fun show, I must say. Like, the energy was high. It yeah. was a really, really fun show. I love seeing that, like, um, Jersey um, the tie-in with homage yeah. moment at the end, mm-hmm. Naughty by Nature, Fetty Wap, Queen Latifah. Yeah, that, that was, was a lot of fun. I, I missed a, that I too, so unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I missed a lot, but that's okay. Maybe I'll catch them on TV. I know. I, honestly, I was very fortunate. I did not have any work to do. I I was able to just oh, chill and had a good time. And I, okay. I really had a fun time. Like I oh, had a great time. Okay. At the show, I could tell by your Instagram stories. If you saw mine, I only had two stories. Oh. Because I was busy. Yeah, he was booked and busy. <laughs> but I didn't have the time to post anything on my um, profile. And um, I'd like to post something. Okay. Well, did you have the time to dig into celebrity gossip world? No. Because you know what I'm going to hit you with? You going to put me on the spot? Yes, with the pop culture pop quiz. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how you do. I got my ears to these streets. Okay, let's get it. Question number one. All right. Eddie Murphy is going back to where it all started after he announced that he will be hosting this show for the first time after 35 years. Oh, yes. Um, You want to know something? You want to know who's that? I All right, so listen to this. I might need you to repeat the question because as soon as you said Eddie Murphy, I was like, I know he's not about to ask me about coming to America, too. (laughs) No, I'm not. That's why I knew you were expecting that. In my head, I was thinking of what line from Coming to America I was going to use and you when you answered the question. right? And then I heard your last couple words, and I was like, wait, this is not my cue <laughs> to all say. Right, all right, so right, okay. Eddie Murphy is going back to where it all started yeah. after he announced that he will be hosting this show for the first time after 35 years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He hosted this show. 35 years ago, is it the... No, he was the cast member 35 years ago, so now he's hosting, oh, and it's his SNL. first time. Bam! Oh, that's sick. I have to be there for that. There you go. And yeah, apparently then in December. coming to America too, y'all. Yeah, get I'm that ready plug for in. that. She acts like she's starring in the movie. Okay. I should be. I heard a really funny story. What? About the show. About what show? About coming to America. Arsenio Hall told this the story. Movie. The movie, sorry. Uh, yeah, about the movie. I'm, Arsenio I'm Hall told this story about how he like called him up and was like, yeah, you know, I have this um, movie that I'm thinking about doing, and I'm going to play a lot of different characters. And Arsenio Hall was like, you know, 
it's a lot of brothers out there that's that's a great idea but you know there's a lot of brothers out here trying to get a role and he was like well you know so i don't really know if that's a good idea and then murphy was like well i had a role in mind for you he was like well these other dudes they got to figure it out <laughs> you know we can't be over here trying to make a way for everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a great story is that what you were trying that, that's what you were getting ready to go when you thought that's where my question was no going? i was gonna say an arsenio <laughs> line from the movie but you'd rather have a woman that has an opinion hey all right, sorry. <laughs> you always get sidetracked. All right. And there's a broom fight happening at the t- at the moment, a stick fight. You better have a woman that has an opinion. All right, sorry. And if you were here, you would see she's you would see. using her arm as the broomstick. <laughs> I'm getting a whole ass visual here. All right, question number two. Speaking of visuals, during an interview while promoting the movie Hustlers, Cardi B recalls her lap dance experience with J-Lo and was worried about rubbing what on her? Oh, snap. Wow. <laughs> I um, I, I didn't hear come this on, story. Come on, think about it. Lap dance, rubbing what? What gets um, rubbed? Come on. Coochie juice? No. Like, like, <laughs> All what? Right, just drop the juice, just the coochie. <laughs> so, yeah, she was like, oh, I got nervous about rubbing my vagina on her because, you know, that's how you really do a lap dance. Right. You no, know, come on. Right. I love that. And J-Lo was just like laughing along with it because it was like a group interview. It was oh, cute. that was good. I have to go watch this interview because that is too cute. It's cute. I'll send you the link. Thank you. Question number three. <laughs> if you're trying to date Wendy Williams and want to see her without a wig on, you will have to take her on X amount of dates. Now, this is a number. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to give you a clue on this. So when did she share this? How did she share this? It was in an interview with Jason Lee. Okay. She did an interview with Jason Lee. She sure did. And, and she's she like, you better take me on X amount of dates if if before you see me, me wigless. With... Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say. Just take a stab at any I am. number. I'm going to take a, I have a guess, and it's 20. Plus 10. 30. Damn. She said you have to take her on 30 different dates. In order to see her wigless. So even if you go on a date to like Bermuda and it's for a week long, she's like, no, that's still one, one. whole time. Yeah. Come on with the specifics. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Question number four. Doom, doom. Forbes released their highest paid women in music list and this pop star ranked at the top who also performed at the top of the VMAs. Ah, okay. That's a big ass clue. That is a big clue. But <laughs> the clue threw me off because... I thought I knew the answer based on a report that I saw not too long ago, but because of the clue, I'm going to say Tay-Tay? Yes! Taylor! So apparently she ranked in a cool $185 million, and then in second place, I don't know if it's called second place, but (laughs) Beyonce with $81 million, Rihanna was in third with $62 million, Katy Perry with $57.5 million, and then Pink at fifth with 57 million oh wow okay pink i see you with that longevity getting that coin she better get it yeah but i honestly i thought it was i thought it rihanna who came in at number three was number one but i'm guessing that this list that forbes put out is specifically by music sales right 
Ah, uh, yes, that's what and it I sounds like. And I think that maybe oh, Rihanna yeah, is... Oh, yeah, Fenty and all that fun stuff. Exactly. She's got the coin. So uh, she's one of the highest ranked ladies, but not necessarily in music, number one, I believe, but not by Yeah, but she's also sales. taking a beat from music, too. Yeah, so yeah. there's that. And which I love. All right. So good job. That was our pop culture pop yes! quiz. All right, so let's Wait, get to... but that beat can be over now soon. Rihanna, we need her to get back. To well, her. yes, but you know, a girl, she just wants to take her time. Right. I loved when she shared that Carly Red meme. Okay. <laughs> we love a good Carly Red meme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get back into our VH1 world. That's yes. enough. All right. So we had a couple new episodes with Love and Hip Hop Polly, with mm-hmm. Basketball Wives, both cities of Black Ink. But we will chat about Love and Hip Hop Hollywood first. Yes, let's get it. And obviously, we did see a lot of talent this week at the VMAs, Word. but we did not see a Lejeune free cap at the VMAs. Nah, you did, because mm. I was sitting back, relaxed, and laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Okay, well, enough relaxing, because right. it's time to get to work. Cool. Hit me with a free cap. Okay. In three, two, <gasps> one, go. K-Michelle made up her mind. Now she gonna round two at IVF. She has some shape for China in the stew. Rolled up on Lyrica, they made up two. As far as they want, Lyrica, not sure. A1 asked her to come out for the tour. She trying to get on her ground like before, A1. Monice and April out here cooking up. Can't believe they about to hit the road. When Paris rolled up to Britney's party, turned into the Zell Swag and Paris show. Akon and Trisha got a Brady Bunch. Now she and Mickey had that rebound. Had to keep the loving on the low. But they cool. That's just the homie now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. is it the homie now? Is it? Because I did see it since some flirtation. I was all like, huh? At the, at the dinner or whatever. Yeah, so let's break this whole thing down a yes. little bit. So apparently Mickey had a lead role offer in Empire, but his pops was just like, I guess he gave him some type of advice that steered Mickey into not taking it, and Mickey decided to go work with Akon instead. Right, but his advice was based on a conversation and what was progressing with he and Akon. Apparently, they were supposed to really be making some things happen. Yeah, music. Some singles were supposed to be hitting radio. In January 1. was supposed <laughs> to be rolling. So he's like, don't go for this bag that we don't know where it's going to lead if you have a situation with your main passion yeah. That's on the table right now. True. And I know that dad felt a little guilty, but he's like, listen, dad, you know, it right. ultimately it came down to me to make the, the choice, which is that true. That man told me something and did something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I guess Mickey met Akon through his quote unquote friend, Trisha. Right. Who is married to Akon. And. It's just a little interesting because we do learn a little layers to this relationship. Yes. So Trisha is married to Akon, but then she finds out that he had multiple wives. And then So she found out after they got married, huh? I think see that's yeah, that's what it sounded like. And then wow. it's it, I don't know if this is exactly the chronological timeline, but then they separate for about a year-ish or whatever, and then Trisha and Mickey kind of fool around, but apparently Akon doesn't know that they fooled around. I don't know. That's the thing that was a little unclear to me when I was watching the app. I was like, does because he was asking Trisha about Mickey. Yeah, she was like, oh, in the board meeting. Him? And you know, I think, uh, yeah, so that was tricky. I was like, uh, is this like some weird open? That we're all going to find out together? Right. Or- but it is interesting because after the episode aired, you know, Obviously, the one thing that we all do is check socials right away. And I haven't seen anything like from Akon world. Like, right. like, what? You did what? What, what, and what? 
But I did see that they don't follow each other on Instagram. Mm. Unless there's so a, I wonder, like, a private page situation. Right. Is you know there what a mean? private page situation? Like, why are you not following husband and wife? Why are you not following one another? I don't know. What's happening there? Maybe we'll find out did as you the unfo- season progresses. Did Akon unfollow last night when the episode aired? Like, is that Did he find out with know. us about what happened? I have no idea. We got to find out. We got to get to the bottom of it, but I'm sure we're going to touch on it because that, that that was a very good, like, oh, this is very intriguing. Because when, when first we get introduced to Akon and Trisha, I was wondering, like, oh, wait, where's this going? And right. then I thought, oh, shit, this is some shit. Right. And when he was asking about <laughs> Mickey in the meeting, I was like, this is some freaky yeah. shit. And then I was like, wait a minute, does he know? Oh. Yeah, I like it. Right. I'm very into it. Right. Tangled webs we weave. <laughs> <laughs> and then shit kind of goes down at a networking bowling event that Brittany B is throwing. And she invites Zell, who is now on good terms with Mr. A. Right. Which made me very happy. And Zell does bring Paris along for the ride. But mm-hmm. we clearly know that Brittany B is like, oh, I didn't invite her because mm-hmm. she's team K. Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Literally asked like, oh, did you Uber here? Taking a dig at her. Yeah, taking it back to when she allegedly stole from K. Michelle using her credit card card to do some Uber situation. And And I I do think at first Paris didn't realize the job. She was like, oh, no, we just came here in the car. And then when Brittany B said it again, she was like, ah. That's what you meant earlier. Yeah, and, and she, she like, kept oh, repeating no. that. She was like, "Oh, you was being funny." Yeah, you was trying to be funny. Okay, but I am a little confused because hearing from Brittany B side, it sounds like she sees Zell as a friend, but he was making some shady comments about her. Right. So I'm intrigued to see like what's gonna happen with that. Right. Friendship. Here's the thing: like, I'm not sure if he made the comments before or after they had that tiff. You know, so sometimes when you're heated, yeah, you get a oh, little that's shaded. True. A little shady. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Okay. But Brittany, you know, is catching up with K. Michelle as well and lets her know that she's working with Black China, who is also at the VMAs. Mm -hmm. And K. Michelle, I was just very impressed. I I don't know. Well, obviously, K. Michelle, you know, she's going to tell how it is. And she's like, I would have hung up. Right. Hung up the phone because she she just feels like a a lot of folks, not Black China specifically. Specifically, yeah. But that they're using music as a last resort. Right. And she's like, I was born to do this. Like, I bust my ass. I do X, Y, and Z to, like, try to make this music pop in. I'm not, like, one of these people that's like, oh, let me take a stab at music and see if this is, like, a thing. Right. I hear that. And But I was really surprised and excited to see how she was able to understand when Britney sort of... With the flip. Because she's like... Perspective. She was yeah. like, yeah, in the country music world, yep. people are looking at you like, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. But, you know... That is very true. Yeah. And then she did seem to understand. She's like, okay, you're right, because Brittany B saying, you don't know, like, you can't say that she's not talented. She yeah. could have a talent, but you don't know. Like, right. she straight up asked her, do you know if she's talented? She goes, oh, no, I don't, I, I don't know. Right, exactly. Well, no, but she did talk about her tone. She talked about how she actually does have a tone and for singing. Yeah, Brittany B, but yeah. she, like, K-Michelle-wise. Oh, K-Michelle, yeah, Yeah, right. she was like, I, she was I, like, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm just mad. But you know what? I find that similar sort of animosity in the comedian world where you have oh. like musicians or television hosts and people that come from other fields and mm. all of a sudden now in this digital age they're like putting out little funny videos and now they're all of a sudden comedians okay. and there's someone who's doing it really really big right now who just had a big special and um, has a big role in a major show that I used to hear comedians sort of like 
throwing shade at. And I'm like, oh, now so-and-so is a comedian now. And then fast forward years later, and this person is still doing their thing. So I just, you know, everyone just remember She's that. She's so aloof. It doesn't matter. Because I don't, you know what? I don't You're know not trying I to wanna, drop a name. <laughs> I don't know if I want, if, 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 if y'all ready for the she's tea. Gi- she's giving me a pop culture pop quiz of my own right now. I'm right. like, what? You're who like, is she talking about? And I keep it? grilling her with my eyes, too. I'm like, hello? Like, are we right. going to drop a name? And she's Should like, Should I tell well, you who the person it's is? It's whatever you want to do. Whatever you're comfortable with. I don't want to feel. I don't want to be feel like I'm the one throwing shade on this person. But Aww. I have heard it more than once. But now I'm looking, and this person is really doing their thing. And I'm like, wow, all the comedians were mad because I guess they thought it was like a fly by night situation. But like a one hit wonder. Yeah, almost, just because you're late in pursuing your passions, everyone doesn't have the courage to take on things that they've always wanted to do. And sometimes you mm. have to build up to that point. And it's just a matter of how you. Um, hone your craft after that? Like, are you just doing it and if it doesn't work, you're out? Or are you going to continue to build and yeah. develop this craft? She's very passionate about this. Yeah. She's huffing and puffing. Yeah. My nose is also she a won't, little stuffy. She, she won't and I'm reveal the name. And i like, have a loogie in the mic. Oh, yeah. No, that's not cute, yeah, girl. Yeah, not at all. That's not, not at cute. All. So, yeah, Kay Michelle was doing a lot of self-reflecting on the beach because she also mentioned uh, to Brittany B about the whole Lyrica situation because she's like, you know, that was my sister. Yeah. And some petty shit got in the way. And she admits that neither one of them handled the situation the right way. And now she sees what Lyrica's going through and she just wants to be there for her. So... I, I love do that. love it because at the sound check that Lyric is doing, K Michelle's like, I come in peace, bitch. Yeah. I come in peace, bitch. And they just literally clear the air right away. I love it. I see so much she growth did not, with K. Yeah. She did not hook up with Safari, is right. what Lyric is clearing the air. Some tears were shed, and now we're good. Like between K making up with Lyrica and then also her being able to check herself when she was talking about the China situation, yeah. I just really feel like. She's matured on a whole different level. I know. Me too. I'm very into it. Right. But <laughs> she still keeps it real, y'all, because if you don't think that she's going to hold her tongue. Oh, no. Yeah. She definitely not. still keeps it real. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like the whole. She keeps it VH100. <laughs> that's what she does. And that's what we love. And we love you for that. <laughs> so on next week's episode, we see that Trisha meets Mickey's girlfriend, Slick. And yes. as expected, there's some tension. Brittany B gets security to kick Zell and Paris out of the bowling alley. Yeah, because she said this is not the Zell Swag and Paris show. She's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. And then she also seems to be getting into it with Lyrica because there is a little beef there between Lyrica and Brittany B because they used to be friends. Yeah. And I guess Lyrica acts like she doesn't know her, quote unquote. Right. And we saw this. um, Where did we see this in another Love and Hip Hop? It was in New York. And Carly was acting like she didn't know. um, Carly's Atlanta. But oh, she, she, yeah, you're right. It was Atlanta. Carly was acting like she didn't know. Um, Pooh. Not Pooh. Our DJ girl. What's her name? Um, whose homeboy, whose homegirl <gasps> oh, was Oh, Shay Mack. Shay Mack. Uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> that, it, that started the animosity, which made gave Shay Mack the ammunition to... The reveal at the party. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Oh, what a throwback. We're seeing that. (laughs) It's a reoccurring theme. It's a reoccurring theme. And then, unfortunately, Ray J and Princess's dog Bugatti is missing, and they're offering 20 G's. To turn in the dog. I think I saw Bugatti myself, actually. I know. <laughs> I was like, let me look at this okay. picture. Let me go find Bugatti. Right, exactly. In case they lost him at the airport or something. Yeah, and we do see Bugatti in this episode today, when, um, to, or this week, where Lyrica was looking for an apartment. I know. Or a new, a new place I know. With so it was so, it was just such a shock. For I know. Me All to right. See 
<laughs> we'll see what happens yeah. next week. Bugatti, I hope that they find you safe and sound and you get home. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So we also had a new episode of Basketball Wives this week. Right. Shawnee is getting her dispensary in order. OG and Kwame want to make some family moves. And Evelyn is working with Single Moms Planet while putting Jackie through a lie detector test. Yes, and we saw OG's booty. We sure did. She got a good booty. Yeah, good for nice. her. You better get it. That's like a booty goal for me, at least. Yeah, because it's not like a too big, but it's just like well It's, it's like muscular. Just, yeah. yeah, it's solid. Squats. That's what squats. Squats and other things. Whoa, well, tell me more. Like, so I do like a Bulgar- Bulgarian splits, uh, leg press. How do you do quat- Bulgarian splits? You do one foot up on a chair. Yeah. And then one foot on the ground. Yeah. And then you just go up and down. And then you hold uh, weights. Okay. And then Stairmaster for 45 minutes with a resistant band also helps. All right. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to level up. <laughs> you, don't you have your push-up booty bra? Yeah, but I want to be. I was just telling my mom about this. I want to be more confident without it. Like, I don't need That's that. That's right. You because don't need that. The gluteus maximus is the largest muscle in the human body. Yeah, so it needs to get what it together. Happens, what happens when you work out a muscle? It gets larger, right? Yeah. And then what happens when you fall back from working out a muscle? Do you know what it turns into? It's a fat. Ooh, let that thing I did notice that. I'm not going to lie because in my Asbury weekend, I kind of really busted my phone from twerking. Oh, so, oh, I thought you were angry. <laughs> no, I was not you angry. You mentioned that you might punch a wall or throw something. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is very true. But no, uh, the beat dropped, and then I dropped the booty even harder. That makes sense. And I was shaking it so hard, it literally flew, flew. out of my pocket. I onto can cement. only imagine. Shattered. Oh, man. Shattered. So, anyways, whatever. Did you stop <laughs> dancing as soon as the phone flew out? I looked out down, and I was like, son of a bitch. Right. But what are you going to do at that right. point? But did you continue twerking? Or yeah, did you 100%. Okay. Yeah, I and picked it up. And after you were done, you... I put saran wrap on it so I don't cut my fingers. I noticed that. But well, right? saran wrap isn't on there today. Are you not it concerned about, okay, <laughs> on the way to well, work? Well, also, I don't want to wear have it at the VMAs. Like, hi, oh. everybody. Welcome to the VMA red carpet with my saran wrap well, broken. Well, first of all, phone. if you won, if you had a case, when the phone fell out your pocket, it wouldn't have broken. Two, I do if have you a have case. a case, then you won't see that there's saran wrap on it because you just wrap yeah. the saran wrap in the back and then put the case on it. No, I know, but it would get bunched off. It was a, it was a mess. Just let me help you. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, getting back on track here because Thank you. Put completely off the rails. <laughs> so Evelyn puts Jackie through a lie detector test because an article comes out that Jackie suffered a concussion on the set of Basketball Wives and she was carried out on a stretcher and everyone's like, who the fuck leaked this story? Yeah. So... Of course, some people are accusing Jackie of leaking it herself, like Malaysia, because Malaysia's saying, well, you know, she's probably going through a midlife crisis. And, you know, men who go through a midlife crisis get the expensive car. Maybe Jackie's just buying ads and blogs. Yeah. Da, da, da. So with this lie detector test, the first shot, she kind of fails a couple questions. And she's like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 I need to retake this. I need to retake this. Yeah. And the second go around, she does better. But the question of leaking the story to press she literally breaks down and starts crying. So she doesn't really answer it, but is crying. And Evelyn's just hugging her. And she's like, girl, it's going to be okay. Right. And clearly she's going through something because in addition to all of this, when Jen was having a sip and shop to help women in need facing cancer, she's about to make a whole heartfelt speech. And Jackie rolls up screaming yeah. outside like, baby. Yeah. Phoebe! So 
I think we should do a little VH ASMR spin on this. Indeed. Because there are some cute one-liners that went down on this. And there's a couple people involved. There's Jackie, there's Evelyn, there's everyone. So right. we're just going to dive right into this, Lejeune, all right? Ooh. So I'll start off with Jackie. I wish to... <laughs> Wait, when you say everyone... Can we do it together? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is VHASM. Jackie, where the fuck she at? Phoebe, I'm out here. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, no, 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 no. Jackie, 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 no, 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 Jackie. Hold my purse. Where's my fucking car? I need to go. Evelyn, they're having a conversation about cancer, Jackie. Jackie, I don't give a fuck. Evelyn, this is not the time. Jackie, when that bitch want me, she know I'ma come up in this motherfucker. I'm not the one. I wait five minutes. Jackie. 30, 29, 28, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tell that bitch to call me. And scene. That was. V H A S M Mm. So, yeah, we'll see what goes down in next week's episode because it's right. going to be a whole bunch. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. But you know what? I just have to say that, like, Phoebe, you must want to fight, you know? It's very interesting because to see how Phoebe's reacting to Jackie, like, oh, I don't want to put her in a wheelchair or whatever she says, but also how she reacted to OG it was very standoffish. Because remember when OG confronted her? Oh, originally yeah. about like the song and she's like girl bye like I don't know what you're talking about but then when it came to Jackie she's like apologizing to Jen saying that she's uh, uh, so I'm sorry what's gonna happen but right. I'm going outside yeah so I thought it was interesting how she was like okay let me go for this but on the OG front she kind of backed down oh you're but I guess right. when OG's threatening to kill you with her bare hands it's kind of <laughs> yeah, very but intimidating when, but I'm gonna tell you if somebody is like bold enough to come to a cancer event Screaming right and hollering outside as if, they mean business and it's not even a conversation that they've had prior so phoebe just totally caught off guard yeah jackie's just rolling up like baby yeah she did you it you know and with sunglasses on she didn't even give a heads up yeah no she so just she just rolled just, out yeah that's very that's intimidating as well i just have to i think that, that has is true to yeah, do you're right. with, i think it has something to do with the whole football Playing of it all and the physical fitness. You just Britney bead me. Yeah. I just you just opened up my eyes. Right. I was like, okay. It's the physical fitness. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I don't want it. But this lady is old. She sized them up. She sized yeah, up she's the She's like, maybe I could take this down. Right. She she's disrespectful with that age thing and Jackie. She just loves to to do that. She yeah, she does touch on it. Well, I guess because in her mind, she's just thinking like you know, once you hit a certain age, not saying Jackie, but in general, like you know, you don't deal with the fuckery like that. Yeah, but that's not the way that life works. You know, uh, there, there you is go. no magic. Life is a journey, not a destination. So, honey, there's no cutoff. That's right. There's no cutoff. So if you're not working on yourself, you're gonna get to that age and see that 
it, 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 is, it, what is, it what is what it is. Yeah, and as we get older, we all learn it too. So That's I, right. I, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> so on a lighter note, we had a couple new episodes of Hip Hop Squares. We had Pretty V versus B Simone from yes. our Girls Cruise cast and MTV's Wild and Now. That's right. And of course, we VH1's had H One Wild Now. Right. Hello. And then we had uh, Nate Robinson and Shannon Brown going against each other. Yes. And the Pretty V and V Simone episode, that's where K. Michelle mentions to Jackie, like, hey, I've been trying to sleep with her for two years. Um, and yes. I just find that very interesting. I, like I know. That. I love that we got a chance to talk to Jackie about that. I know. Me week. too. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I had to talk about is it's kind of funny because when we shoot this show, yeah, we have to explain to people how to like play it and off the bat they're like i know how to play tic-tac-toe it's fine and we're until, just like until they get there so pretty v did this so she misses a win because she went for k michelle instead of going for dion cole right because she would have done like the connect the dots yeah and we always tell them yeah <laughs> so we always say don't focus on the people focus on the strategy and it happens constantly so yeah. it just kind of made me laugh because i love when d ray calls them out like Oh, well, okay, you just fucked that up because you just could have won. Or you could have blocked, but yeah. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, a lot of people always have this strategy to go to the center first, and that is amateur. Oh, really? See, I would go for the center. You have to go for the corners because that's how you get a chance. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's how you get a chance for two wins, and there's nothing that people can do. I don't lose tic-tac-toe. She is just... Let's go. We pull a paper and pen out. You have to go for those corners because then you get the opportunities for two wins where you can either, no matter where, if you block me here, no, I'll I get still it. Win. Yeah, there's either, more opportunities. Right, there's more opportunities. I didn't I'm think telling that. you. All right, so our few, if we have hip hop squares back again, we shouldn't. Don't listen to that because that's cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people not- know. I could tell. How okay. they roll. <laughs> so before we get to Black Ink, New York, and Compton, Lejeune. Yes. Tell us what our hashtag is because I kind of forget it. Hashtag VH1 podcast. VH100 podcast. <laughs> oh, no. She still messed it up. I know, but now I'm messing up in a new way. <laughs> she would drop the podcast before. Oh, Lord. It's fine. Hashtag VH100 Podcast. Thank you, boo. Yeah. So we did have uh, we did have a new episode of Black Ink Crew, New York. Mm-hmm. Young Bay's mom unfortunately has to leave for Korea. Caesar's assistant Q is giving his daughter Cheyenne a rainbow fringe makeover. Yes. By the way, Q is at the VMAs, and there was a scene where Mike, the tattoo artist, took him to his first gay bar. Yeah. And I talked I talked to him about that. I was like, "You've never really been to a gay bar." It was like, no, because, you know, when in Atlanta, I'm working with all these rappers, like, we don't go to gay bars. Right. So I thought that was adorable. I know. I that was that. adorable. And I just love that um, he's just getting more comfortable in his skin and just yeah, able takes to a live moment. in his truth and, yeah, taking his time with it. And then also Mike Bisexual what? Right. Lucky, lucky. Because uh, like, they okay. were checking for each other with the tattoo thing. And I'm like, oh, now it's all making sense. There you go. <laughs> so Puma introduces an event coordinator slash therapist to the group, and Tati breaks the news to Donna about Kitty's mom unfortunately passing away. So at oh. first, Caesar is saying he can't make it to Kit's mom's funeral because he has Cheyenne and a business to run, but he does pull through and shows up. Mm-hmm. And everyone is there to support her and her dad, but... Reality hits when she realizes that her mom won't be there for all the milestones, like grandkids and weddings. And I totally felt her on that because my dad passed away in 2011. And that's a first thing that my sister thought. Well, obviously, I thought as well, but it hit my sister even harder because 
She's like, oh my God, the kids and et cetera. Yeah. And, and he would have like, given her away. All that. Yeah. So obviously I will be stepping in to do that role. But when it comes to oh. like, fear, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. she better. I was <laughs> right. I, we never had that conversation, but I'm, I'm just assuming I'm going to be that guy. Right. That's <laughs> do it. Sorry, I'm doing the B. Simone voice. I can't help it. I hung out with her too much yesterday. I'm so like, there you go. <laughs> but I'm assuming I'm going to be the one that gives her away. And yeah. when it comes to, I, I noticed this that whenever it comes to like funerals and deaths and whatnot, my one friend even said she's it's just very uncomfortable for her. So for Caesar, I was thinking maybe that's what. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's what the hesitation was. And it is because people don't know what to say. Yeah, they really because they don't want to say I'm so sorry for your loss or you know like you literally don't know what to say. I know, especially and, when it's people that. You know that you really care for, and you know how much the loss it hurts. Impacts. Yeah, and like I sometimes I just I just literally don't know what to say. Yeah, well I've I have straight up said to people like I'm so sorry. This fucking sucks. Yeah, and it's gonna be hard for you for the next couple months, but it's not nothing's gonna change. It's just gonna become a new normal. Yeah, for you and another thing is like especially with the support, I always tell people this. Keep it going. Yeah, you have to keep it going because when you everyone show yeah, when everyone shows up at the same time, they're very distracted like, okay, I have to play host role. Right. And then all of a sudden like, you know, unfortunately life does go on and people kind of just stop showing up yeah, and then the all of a sudden, stopped. yeah, mm-hmm. the call stopped, the people stop showing up and you're a month later and then that's where it really sucks. Yeah, and it hits you and you have time to think about everything. Yeah, and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, this really it was it's very interesting and it may sound strange, but the day that I, I watched this episode, but the day earlier that day or the day before, my son asked me, he said, Mom, when I die, who's going to come oh. to my funeral? And oh, I said, it's- I have no idea. <laughs> Hopefully, we haven't met most of these people yet. Yeah. And I will never know because I won't be there. I'll be gone. Oh, damn. So- <laughs> so she, she hit him with the real on the real. Now, is this without his two teeth, too, that he's yeah. asking these questions? Oh and I'm dropping the mic and walking away. And like, <laughs> Your mom nah, is not going to be there. Gotta nah, go. It's like I'll be. I plan on dying first. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> not burying you. Oh All my right. God. So, okay. Yeah, then I explain that this won't happen for a very, very, very long yes, time. Yes, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Right. I know that he has that thought already, but that's okay. Let's keep it on the positive. All right. <laughs> so in next week's episode for Black Ink New York, we see that Caesar's taunting. Crystal, since she's wired shut. Fun fact, my sister was wired shut, but we'll talk Ooh, about for that how next long? week. For okay. like a couple weeks. It was okay. pretty funny. Wow. I have stories. Yes. <laughs> we find out that Tati got locked up, and apparently it seems Donna doesn't take taxes too seriously. Yeah. I think. And then Puma enli- enlists a team bonding by locking everyone in the shop. And we have a throwdown between Crystal and Donna. That's not, some bonding. Not, not Caesar's baby mama Crystal, yeah. tattoo artist Crystal with a K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it popped off. It did short pop off. So over to Black Ink Crew Compton, Voodoo opens up to Ink dripping about her past at an SMR bar. Yes. We find out that the flowers for Barbie are from her estranged mom, hence why she tossed it. Yes. And after a little speed bump, KP, with Barbie's help, gets permits in order to open up shop. So at first, his permits got denied, and they're supposed to open up in five days, and they have to stop construction. So Lemire offers help because he's like, you know, man, I got you 
if you need help. But KP's all like, listen, this isn't like an ice cream truck situation. This is a whole tattoo shop. Right. So, you know, <laughs> at the grand opening, Lemire is kind of talking a little smack on KP to Nessie because he's like, you know, he needed Barbie to get this together and KP's not really a good leader, but better like, sir, his cousin Tim is right over your shoulder. Right. And he's hearing you say, say all this. So that's why Tim's like, I'm going to keep an eye on this one. Right. So there's that. But Lemire does have a lot of stress happening with the baby and the shop. His mind isn't right because they do find out that he and Danielle, that their future baby will have potentially a spine issue that could cause long-term issues for the baby to walk and lower body functions. If the results come back abnormal, they have to decide if they want to continue with the pregnancy, unfortunately. That's scary. It is very, very scary, and that's, like, a lot of pressure. Yeah, I remember being pregnant and having to go for that test, and I honestly didn't even want to go because I'm like, I don't want to know. I, I can't not have the, ba- yeah. the baby. But yeah, I that's guess, hard. I guess you can, and I guess it's something that you have to think about, like the type of quality of life you want your child to have and not being selfish but then i don't know like but then i get tricky no it is tricky because i get concerned of like as you know you get older who's going to care for them when you can't anymore so not to add add more stress to the situation but that's something that's always crossed my mind too it's like shit like if you know if there's not a sibling involved if it's an only child or you know what I mean? Yeah, if, and then if you don't also have a tight that's a family. lot of responsibility for a sibling to take on who didn't sign up for this, especially if the sibling wasn't around to help make the decision. Uh, well, there she goes. So, oh, that's just a lot. Yeah, oh, no, there man. is a lot. So obviously we are wishing the best for them. But I do like that yes. he did have a cute little picnic moment with Danielle with the balloons and definitely went above and beyond because he put some cool whip on her feet, yeah. on her foot, and just licked it up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, okay. Have you ever gotten your toes sucked? Yeah, and you know what? It, it meant a lot to me because I don't have the best toes. In fact, oh. when I'm rich, I'm going to get all new feet. Uh, okay. Oh, like a yeah. prosthetic nail? You I'm can gonna do that. I'm going to get like prosthetic toes. Oh, so like, you, she got gnarly toes. I, the way that I think about it is that they'll be able to grow new toes for me on my butt. Okay. You know, uh, I've heard that that happens in science. So they grow. Lejeune was really pe- after her ass today. Grow. I don't know what. Are you okay? They, no, I heard about this. I saw a show where they somebody lost like an ear and they did something On where they, bu- they. I know, but like we all wear grew. skin tight things. It yeah, was I can't a, do that during this bump. process. I Car- Cargo pants right. for you, girl. Yeah. I got to have a little hole for my toes to come through. So, like, I'll all wear ta- the pants like Bobby. Are we talking all. You know? all t- oh, yeah, Bobby likes at the VMA. <laughs> Wait, are we talking all ten toes? I would like. Uh, all right, or I seven could, out of the time. I could time. just you four toes. If I could get a new big toe and a new second toe, I'd be cool. Got it. Oh, so just two out two, of the ten. So yeah, so four toes total because I need oh. both for both feet. My big toe is really really big, and my second toe has it's been compromised because. <laughs> Not the compromisation <laughs> of the toes. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Well, some, right, but uh, just know that I didn't feel comfortable to wear open toe shoes until my sophomore year in college. I feel you. Freshman year, I tried to go outside with like some flip flops on. I had to go back up to my dorm room. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I don't really wear flip flops either because I had an ingrown toenail on my right foot, and my mom. we always get in an argument about this took me to some what's that called a podiatrist yeah three times and he literally removed my whole toenail 
all three times. And then on the fourth, it never I was grew like, back. I just, I just fucking can't do this anymore. So she took me to a, another doctor. No, he did not. And they Emmanuel. did another, ma- they did a thing <laughs> called the Matrix. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, what kind of, what did he, he ripped he, your he tongue? Re- he would Novocaine <laughs> me up and remove the whole nail like a couple times. And then on the fourth time that like the ingrownness grew back, yeah. I was just like, I literally don't want to do this anymore. So she took me to a whole ass other doctor <laughs> and he did a thing called the matrix that kills the nerve endings on the sides of your toenail so it doesn't grow back. And he was like, he should have never removed it. The first try, you should have just done this and you would have had a normal looking towel. So long story short, I don't show that foot a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Thank you, Lemire and Danielle, for this inspirational conversation that's happening. That's making our podcast an hour and a half long today. Right. I need to see your toes. No. We can exchange toes. I refuse. I refuse. We can show each other our toes. But one time somebody did suck on my left toe, which is fine because the left foot is fine. Oh. Um, Because we were thrown down in the bedroom and then all of a sudden he's just like. Yeah. And think I'm a very cleanly person, but I think of like sock fuzz and shit. Yeah. But I didn't have it. And it felt alarmingly good because I also exfoliate and moisturize my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cute. I used to date this guy who was fine. Oh, my gosh. I have to show you a picture of him. He's so fine. Okay, yeah. But he hates his feet and Mm. he never, ever took his socks off and one day oh. i just wanted to like show him that like i don't I, care i love you so much yeah, that I i'll take you. your crusty I love feet you your zombie you, toes you know like you're my man so i like <laughs> 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 so i took off his socks and you broke off of them no and i was about and i was like massaging his feet oh like i like put a little oil on him and i was wait i remember him. this yeah but when i looked at him he was like like so uncomfortable and just like about to die and I was like oh no he can't take this I have to stop I can't make him uncomfortable trying to show him how much I love him yeah he doesn't like it he doesn't like it yes but wait Oh, wait. So is I this stopped. not your story where there was like a six toe involved? No. Oh, that's somebody else. Okay, so right. never mind. <laughs> All right, so back to Lemire and Daniel. Okay. Danielle, thank you so much. <laughs> they, they're they keeping a cue with their, <laughs> their foot rubbing with the Cool Whip. Lejeune and I, not so much. Don't don't bring that over here. Yeah. Keep that Cool Whip on my dessert. That's right. <laughs> so next week's episode, we see that Tim and Lemire get into it, but then seems someone gets... Shot outside of the shop, which I'm hoping that's not true. Yeah. Uh, The first day in the shop, we have a new tattoo artist coming in, Alana. And we learn even more about Voodoo's past because in this episode, we learned how her stepfather mentally controlled her a lot at a a very young age. And this was very, like, jarring to me because she said that I was only allowed to eat one time a day. And I straight up would eat food out of the trash because I was so hungry. And she would get in trouble for that. Uh, so that's why she probably has so many like what you know what i mean like she uh, such a genuine soul so i we're obviously going to learn more about voodoo throughout the season indeed yes so before we cut out don't forget that this sunday on beach when we have two new episodes of wild and out first up we got neo cody shane and then cynthia bailey and yfn lucci so, Lejeune, what is today's podcast dedicated to? Well, today, I just have to say, there is a runner-up. I Ooh. have to give the runner-up to Bobby's Chaps. Okay. From the VMAs Bobby last night. That's right. <laughs> Bobby Lights with the ass. <laughs> but, Bobby, we're not playing horseshoes here. I'm there sorry. can only be one winner. And it has to be a beach one-show moment. <laughs> so, today's 
episode is dedicated to Akon and Trisha's Brady Bunch Tribe. Yes, that's right, folks. Akon comes in with a whopping nine kids, and Trisha brings four to the table. Which I never knew that, by the way, about Akon. Yeah. Nine kids, that's a lot. I didn't know that either. I knew he had multiple wives, and so I guess that makes sense. Multiple kids? Oh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Connect those dots for me, that's boo. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a wrap Bring on episode 21 yeah. of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. Also, happy Labor Day. That's right. Happy Labor Day, y'all. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Mm-mm. Drink an Uber instead. Or cars, <laughs> ride share. That's right. And, of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, Basketball Wives, Black Ink Crew, Girls Crews, Hip Hop Squares, and Love and Listings. And don't forget that at sign in front of that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I am at Easy Manoli. That is Easy M A N O L I. That's right. And this is I am Lejune. That's at I am L A June, like the month. Holla. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're listening to us. That's right. Keep it 100. 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.